We interrupt this previously scheduled podcast to bring you a different one. We have a different genre today than we were planning. Uh, Danny VNCR and Evan Halfman, Red Llama here. How's it going, Evan? How you doing? Hey. 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 How's it going? I'm doing good. Uh, Today, today, instead of doing uh, synth synth pop was that what we were going to be doing synth pop we were going to be doing synth pop today we are doing female fronted um we're going to waste no time getting into it with our first pick employed to serve the song void ambition off of the warmth of a dying sun um how's it going evan hey yeah obviously kind of like picking up where we left off i mean with the metal we had some thick metal last episode and yeah. um, here we are with more thick metal but this is a neat a neat list because this is really a this is a first it's the first time we've really done like a theme instead of a genre well we did one man bands once yeah but i think one man band though like i think when i chose one man band i, I think i had like the lo-fi genre in mind yeah, i didn't have I like plus one man band can really well, I guess that can sound like a lot of different things. But I had a pretty clear like idea of what genre I was looking for. This is definitely like well, yeah. as you'll hear. Our 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 three picks are radically different. Yeah. They are certainly not metal. This band is metal because But I think it, well rounded though. Different but well rounded. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um Yes, I agree. Evan you want to talk about why we decided to go with female fronted today instead of synth pop, and and we're still going to do synth pop, but we're going to wait until next time. For why we did female fronted? Female today. fronted. Well, okay. So we aren't big on um, talking about politics on the show because that's it's not a political show. Um, we no. are political people for sure. This is true. Um, but you know, it's like Follow hey, us on Twitter, you'll hear it. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah. there's a room for politics. There's a room for uh, everything else, you know. But with the show, it very seldom has it ever become uh, an emphasis for us. But um, you know, yeah. recently things have been happening in our country, the United States of America, mm-hmm. uh, down south. And oh, the south. I'm sure that most of you who are remotely politically aware have a a trace of an idea of what we're talking about it has to do with women's rights um, down in alabama frankly i think that's yeah most of what it has to do with is women's rights and that's exactly why we're doing female fronted today because i thought honestly it was too fucking important despite the fact that i i try to avoid politics like the plague I thought it was too important to not talk about what is going on in this country as it pertains to women's rights and bodily autonomy. Um, it is fucking absurd, and it is despicable, the, uh, the war that is happening over women's rights. I think it's, um, it's uh, yeah, really important for... And I frankly don't think I'm being dramatic by calling it a war. You know, I think it's I think it's um, it is a war. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a, a, absolutely. It's it's kind of um, you know, it's a it's a cliche we hear every now and again. Um, well, okay, I won't necessarily say a cliche, but it's when when you hear the phrase "women's rights are human rights," it's like you you tend to think like um, okay, may, maybe that sounds vague to you, maybe that sounds obvious. Maybe it uh, just sounds like maybe if you're one of a certain kind of person, you might think that uh, it doesn't really have a meaning, and maybe it's just virtue signaling. Or maybe it doesn't apply to me because I'm a fucking rich white man. Yeah, but but the thing is, I mean, this is this is just like completely true. I mean, it's to me and to us, this is it's completely common sense. It is basic common sense that women should have the right to choose what they do with their bodies period so period so that yeah. it's it's just that it's common sense it's not a political stance yeah. it's just common sense or a religious stance for that matter which i don't really want to get into but still yeah it's common sense it's a woman's body she should have the right to do with it what absolute ever she wants period and you know what like i i mean i'll admit i 
I've had a rocky political journey over the past few years as a as a person. I've matured and grown in many different ways. And Proud of you, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to uh, dabble in the um, the the whole MRA sphere and the um, and I I used to get kind of close to the um, to the right or the the uh, you know the conservative side of this field and but then I realized I, I think my human compassion really started to take over and I realized this is just a matter of human rights and compassion yeah it's not a matter of like well and well a- but it's it's right it's it's um we should have the right to control women's bodies yeah. I don't see how that ever could be someone's right Absolutely. I completely agree. And I think there should be a huge point to be said, too, that despite the fact that to the people that were very close to you, you did kind of start leaning very heavily right. You're obviously not that way now, and you don't feel that way in this issue. And there's a huge point to be said that uh, anybody could. Anybody could just simply view this as a fucking human's right issue, as a women's right issue, as exactly what it is. It doesn't matter what your fucking political views are. It doesn't matter what your religious views are. It's about women's rights. And frankly, um, two things that I want to say about it, because I think they're extremely important, is uh, I think it's incredibly important for men to be talking about this. And I've seen a lot of women talking about it and not a lot of men talking about it. And that's a huge part of why I wanted to talk about it. Because I sure as shit don't have to be talking about this today. And I chose to because it's the right thing to do. Or I should say we chose to because it's the right thing to do. Um, And historically, for the people who are oppressed by a system, um, the oppressors, in this case, rich white men, um, have never ever listened to the oppressed which means it is very important for more of the oppressing class to speak up mm-hmm. uh, so men really really need to take the responsibility in this one and I get that it's like well it's not a men's issue it's a women's issue but it's a fucking human's rights issue and frankly I think that if you are the type of person who disagrees with Schmushmorshmans and you think, well, this is a good thing. I think that they should be illegal or there should be a punishment for them. One, um, even if you thought that, the system that is being created is far too fucking severe and vague. Uh, So there should be a huge argument to be said there in and of itself, but I'll abstain from that right now, for right now. Uh... It should scare the shit out of you to think that if they can, your government can just take away this basic human right so easily, what else are they going to take? That's going to be the end? That's, that's, for the fucking people, the conservative people that always talked when it came with fucking gay rights, talking about marriage equality and saying, well, if we let the gays get married, it's a slippery slope. They're going to want to marry fucking horses and ghosts next and shit it's like this doesn't oh, I, sound like a yes. fucking slippery slope you know, you know well, let, let me just say this when i was when i was dabbling in my old obviously and, and, and i the, don't feel that way towards marriage <laughs> equality fucking people should marry whoever they want to marry but goddamn, if you want to talk about what a real slippery slope looks like talk about fucking basic human rights let me just let me just talk about away. let me just talk about one of the most egregious uh, the one of the most egregious offenders in this uh in this modern, like, specifically YouTube political sphere, Dave Rubin, such a fucking gross person at this point. But, okay, so, I remember when I used to dabble in in his uh, content, and I used to think he was halfway decent, I, um... Because he'll talk with anyone? Oh, he'll talk with anyone. And so, specifically, I'm thinking of a, uh, a an episode of his show he did with, um... With uh, Dennis Prager, who, if, if you have any idea who that person is, you'll know that he is just a fucking religious zealot. He is, a, he is an old, rich, white man religious zealot. It's as simple as that. But this man, he, um, uh, and if you know Dave Rubin, you'll know that he's a gay man. And Dave Rubin being such a fucking pushover, his, he was actually for the first one of the first times in his like 
and his on his platform actually trying to challenge some of Dennis Prager's ideas and say, well, hey, I think, what about the idea of gay marriage being, like, why don't you think that it's okay for a man and a man to, to get married? Dennis Prager, out of just his blind fucking loyalty to this sanctity of marriage or what have you, his answer is just, well, it's exactly that. It's like, well, it's a slippery slope. We have to preserve certain traditions in this country because if we let certain traditions slip into this, then what's going to say that we're going to, you know, other things might, it might get more severe. It's like, just you know. fucking amazing to me that, that the same people who use the logic that that's a slippery, that that is a slippery slope. Marriage equality is a slippery slope. Don't think fucking bodily autonomy and human rights are? How it's, the fuck does that I know, work? To, to me, it's like, how fucking hard is it just don't to understand. say, just to say, like, like, you know what? I will concede that, that my opinion that, that gay people should not be allowed to get married is cruel and hurtful. And so I will give up that opinion because it hurts people. Sure, and, that too. And, um, but it's like, they, they clearly have like a compassion blocker in yeah, their, exactly. in their, in their heart that blocks them from showing compassion to other people in the world and i think that's very similar to what's going on now but i think it's honestly frankly more of a fucking control if if the fucking government can control people hard enough well, and yeah, make people it, do what they it, want to do to and look at it the fucking lines to look at it the most they can charitably, do whatever the fuck they want to look at it the most charitably it's a lack of compassion to look at it yeah. the least charitable yeah. charitably it's it's a form of complete total control. total dominance yeah and that's that's the thing. That's why I think, frankly, the fact that, and I, I get that, you know, there's there's gonna be a lot of people that hear this that realistically say like, well, this is all that people are talking about. It is all that people should be talking about. It should be fuck. No matter who you are, if you're a man, if you're a woman, if you're white, if you're black, if you're Hispanic, if you're whatever, who whoever you are, if you are able to understand the the conversation that is happening, it should fucking terrify you that this is something that's going on at all. Not even that it was something that was being considered, which should also have scared fucking everyone, but this is something that is actually happening, should literally terrify you. Because I know I fucking stay awake at night thinking about like, what's next? There's no way this is the fucking end of the goddamn campaign. Well, and the worst part about it is that we and know that's not that, to say that this part isn't bad enough, because it is. But anyways, please continue. Well, the, the worst part, too, is that is that the people who are suffering the most are the people who are not like us, who, like, and by me, me and my gracious co-host, we are, we are white men. Yep. And we are the ones who are not going to be receiving any, any, um, any of this. Yeah. This is all happening to minorities yep and and that's it's sickening to think that like that we are so vehemently against these movements that are pushing minorities back um and we all we can do is reap the consequences which unfortunately we it's just it's uh, yeah it's gross it's gross how we don't want to be a part of this and we don't endorse it or condone it at all, but somehow we have to just accept that as if it were beneficial for us. But it's not. It's not beneficial for um, Get out there for and humanity. Vote. That's the one thing I can say. Be a part of your your local government. Because everybody fucking knows the federal government. You can vote and you can try and you can push and bite and pull. But obviously the fucking electoral college has the ultimate say. But you realistically elect those people. Elect a good governor. Elect good senators. That's really about all I can say. Be politically informed and make your voice heard. That's what we're trying to do today. Because frankly, it's... Uh, I hope I never have to talk about politics on this fucking podcast again. And obviously I didn't have to today, but I felt very strong and compelled to as Evan felt very um, passionate to go with me uh, on this journey. Um, but I frankly hope I never have to talk about politics again. I hope this is the one big fucking important thing, the end all be all as it were. So that being said, 
That's why we're doing female fronted today because today isn't about us fucking men, especially us fucking white men. Um, but it's about it's about the the ladies. It's about the the currently disenfranchised. Yeah, you know, and there's another thing I thought of. Um, I just wanted to put out there uh, a special shout out, like a mm-hmm. uh, shout out to someone who is one of the worst offenders in this whole thing. Uh, ben Shapiro is a disgusting fucking human being. Oh, yeah. And I think he is one of the biggest, um, he is one of the biggest people pushing for, pushing for a very traditional conservative and fighting against, um, you know, fighting for pro-life and, uh, pushing against abortion rights. Um, yeah. I, just as a final word on this, I think back to when he, uh, he, the opinion he likes to likes to tell about <clears throat> on his on his platform how he says you know um, but they're killing babies Evan but, oh, they're yeah. killing well, babies the thing is he says he says you know people talk about abortions like women should have the right to to get abortions but do they realize that what they do is they stick a tube up and they well they they, 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 they suck literally, out the, Evan they literally crush babies heads yeah basically what they're yeah what he's saying is that up. it's it's completely disgusting it's gory and gross well guess what women are the one who have to do these things men don't have that thing that that's not fucking fair that his opinion is that well Women are the ones who have to murder their babies. Well, let's just say this, too. Um, men's opinions don't have any fucking place on a woman's body. Period. Mm-hmm. It's I, your I, body. You do what you exactly. want with it. It's, it's not fucking fair that uh, like women are very inordinately... Um, <laughs> They have a much higher uh, burden on just from oh, birth. Yeah. Women have a much higher burden uh, than men do, and so it's an unfortunate thing. I think society should start pushing towards. Um, uh, that's that's why I believe in feminism and not egalitarianism. Like yes, I me too. Once one hundred percent because egalitarianism is such a fucking cop out. Yep, such a cop out. Um, like, well, feminism is is uh, female dominance. No, it's about uh, trying our hardest to level out the playing field a little bit. It's about trying to take the things that are wrong for women and making them right. And mm-hmm. it's not focusing about men, and that's what's And important. in my opinion, I hear a lot of people say, but men suffer because of feminism. Well, if they do a little bit, then so what? Yeah, women fu- suffer all fuck the em. fucking time. <laughs> Frankly, fuck them. Yeah. I don't care who hears me say that. If I have to suffer a little bit so that so that women get a little bit better chance in this world, yeah, 100%. whatever, I am I'm completely okay willing to take that. Yeah, me too. That's only fucking fair. It's, yeah. So, anyways. I think, God forbid, one of the biggest fucking things that comes up all the time is the, the concept of, like, I hear all the time when it comes to, like, trans issues of people saying, but I have to learn so many more terms now. It's such an inconvenience to my life. Like, to make somebody feel normal and accepting, accepted is, like, such a fucking inconvenience, but you're a terrible human being. Like, objectively, if you, if you are that fucking concerned about having to, like, if your trans friend tells you, oh, well, I want to go by Stephanie, or not, I want to go by, you know, like, I, I identify as a woman, I go by Stephanie now, and you're like, oh, I remembered you when you were Kevin, like, that's how I remember you. Fuck you. I know. To me, that that's just like that is. Of course, it's pride. You don't want your yeah, pride exactly. to be wounded, and it's embarrassment. People hate being embarrassed. They hate feeling like they're doing something disrespectful or wrong, and so they turtle up and they um, they uh, put their fists up and they get defensive. And I I think that's something that we as society need to. People uh, aren't fucking inconveniences. Jesus. We, we need to realize that like. We need to be free and open to sometimes, sometimes not being fucking correct all the time. So yes, yeah. if you misidentify 100%. someone or you misgender someone or you, you, um, it, it's just to me, it's just like, it's like you know, I was again on, on Ben Shapiro just real quick because I remember watching a Contra video, uh, Contra points. Yes. Um, Go watch ContraPoints' channel. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Natalie Wynn. 
She's Natalie Ambruglia. Natalie Ambruglia. Uh, she's she's amazing and she makes incredible content. And she's very popular now. But go watch her content. Also, hey, Anyhow. what's up, Natalie? We're big fans. Yeah, both, I mean, give us a shout us. out. <laughs> she gives you a shout out every video because you support her on Patreon. Yes, I, I support I support Natalie Wynn on you'll Patreon. See, you'll see Evan's name at the end of her video. And Love you, Contra. Badass. Yeah, me too. Anyways, she's, she's a hero. She's a complete fucking hero. Um, and what she's doing is so incredibly unique. But anyhow, so in fact, honestly, I'll say this right now: Contra points. Natalie Wynn is the reason I turned away from the right. It's the I reason I turned away I from being that. an MRA. Well, um, if if I can be specific, I'm asking for permission here. If I'm not mistaken, you were a bit of a fan of, of Blair White back yep. in the day. Yeah. And you would watch Blair White's videos. And then there was one day where Natalie came on to a Blair White video. And you went, well, you know, she has some really good points, too. And then started watching her videos and went, wow, I've been looking at this completely wrong. Yeah. Well, and I, I pay attention. I remember people saying, like, uh, I remember pe- people in the comments being very unfair to, um, to ContraPoints and thinking thinking wow this is just like this is this is completely unfair like yeah, she had a lot of really really good arguments but naturally just like i am just like a lot of people she isn't a, a debate she isn't a master debater jesus Christ. Um, she isn't a cunning <laughs> linguist <laughs> well at least at the time to be fair because she no, was she's, she's, just yeah. just you know burgeoning on on uh, her youtube career and so i thought like that's unfair to say that someone's point was incorrect when it's just because they were having a hard time articulating their point, especially yeah, with not, someone who like is speaking it, yeah. over them. Um, and so I, yeah, you don't know anything about people speaking over you, do you? <laughs> so as I was saying though, like I remember, I remember Contra pointed out something really interesting on her channel a, a few months back. She was talking about I don't remember what episode it was, but she was talking about. Um, uh, how Ben Shapiro so egregiously, like he on purpose misgenders trans people, and that's just his thing. He's a he's a provocateur. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, a real she, she pointed out uh, a a uh, scenario or an instance on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast on which or in which uh, they were talking Hello. about a trans a trans character from uh, or a trans actress who played on um, Orange is the New Black mm. and how she became like this icon. She was on a magazine or something. That's the song, by the way. Anybody who's wondering yeah. why I'm, we're not <laughs> picking up our phone. <laughs> but, uh, and and she pointed out that at some at one point in the, uh, in this um, interview or in this, uh, this podcast that Ben himself had correctly gendered this person and said, you know, da, 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 she, but, and then after like about two seconds after he said she, he went, I mean he. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, he's obviously overtly trying. You're, to yeah, you're dick, trying, yeah. you're overtly trying to harm people. Yeah, you're not like, <laughs> and and I think that's obviously. But a, there's a lot of people. Story. I mean, I've met several people who are just like that, who just like overtly do not want to accept the concept. And it's it's like it was really like hilarious it's and amazing really to see that that pointed out because that was such like a like a failure for Ben Shapiro because yeah. that that was his mask falling off for a second. You realize that like yeah he's just being an asshole. He's not yeah. he's not trying to make like a real legitimate point. He's just being a dick. He even refers to that person as a woman because based on this person's appearance and actions and everything. Right. And uh, but he is intentionally going out of his way to be an asshole, yeah. and so I think that's what a lot of this comes down to. It's just a lot of older white men, rich white men, yeah, um, much richer than I, but still plenty white like I am. Richer and whiter, I and say white, orange, very white. and red, because a lot of these people are kind of you know cheery. Anyways, yeah, this band fucking slaps. Yeah, so now that we've talked about that for for quite a bit, I feel very content in my um, discussion. 
Let's talk about the band. This band is fucking sick. And I've been sitting on this band for a while, and it's unfortunate. So long so that they have another album coming out very soon. I can't remember what it's called, but it's very easy to look up. I may do that here in a second. Uh, they're from the UK. This album fucking slaps. It's really good. And I've been waiting to include it on a post-hardcore list I wanted to do. But honestly, I just thought it was too important. It's too important to do female-fronted, so here we are. See if I can find the release If I click away, I think it's gonna. I'm just. I gotta say real quick. I read this comment down there that that was. It's Which like one? by Tim, the second one down. Mm-hmm. Um, how it's like absolutely great lyrics, an aggression that draws you in, and musical masterpieces. What do you want more? I'm. Uh, I'm never going to regret buying this on vinyl. So will you. <laughs> kind of an awkward. <laughs> Yeah. I, get, I get what he means. Yeah, like, I know, you will also not regret buying this on vinyl, but like, yeah, it's a so weird will, way to word it. I should it. say, so won't you. Yeah, you won't either. This band fucking kicks, though. I think it was a great way to start this list. I mean, their, their fucking name is Employed to Serve. They're a relatively political band. They talk a lot about, like, the, the burden of life, and I thought that was a phenomenal, phenomenal idea to uh, talk about women's rights too mm-hmm. and I don't regret any of it so take that put mm-hmm. that in your pipe and smoke it or don't I don't really care what you do just allow women to do what the fuck they want please you know honestly yeah there's not a lot like I can say that's like novel about um, this album because I think really Steven Simpson up there in the first comment kind of puts it nicely it's filthy it's technical it's bleak and it's their best album um i haven't listened to like all their albums so i wouldn't know about that last one but i think they only have the two currently they have the warmth of the dying sun and then they have the point to serve mm-hmm. well Ooh, it's a split ep that's dope with a mm. ghost orchestra i'm definitely gonna listen to that later yeah oh maybe i like it looks like they do have a few more oh, things god damn what the hell is that which one this she- Bro. Change nothing, regret everything. That's it's awesome. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, um, they fucking sick. I, I'll probably be buying this album. I'll probably buy the next one when it comes out too. This band is sick. I fucking really enjoy this band. I love this band even. Employed to serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. This is uh, definitely like when it comes to modern metal. I like it. I like it real um, thick and crunchy and uh, technical, but like still raw. And yeah, this has definitely got like that metalcore vibe, but dummy thick, dummy thick. But it's not stuffed with a lot of fluff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna finish that. I'm gonna leave that right where it is. So that being said, as much as I would love to talk about this band. I think we've been on this band for quite a while now. So we'll go ahead and move on to our next pick. Evan, are you okay with that? Yeah. All right. So on with our next pick. Yeah. All right. So on to our next pick. We have Small Talks, a conversation between us, starting with Better For It. Now, this band is definitely more... uh, in the indie pop vein I don't know what word I was looking for but yeah in the indie pop vein uh, which I'm a fan of frankly but uh, I like good it's vibes. very different yeah now this band I discovered in the correct way that I do granted this was another band all three of these bands I have known of for a little while and I've just been trying to find the right place to put but since listening to this band i've actually uh kind of become friends with the with the singer i wouldn't really say friends as much as we've had a few talks a few small talks if you will oh um, i know i'm the worst um but she's cool people kaylee what's up um and i'm very glad to showcase their music because show really their music i hate you so fucking much <laughs> Pretty sure she's heard her music playing. Do this. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this? 
Whoa. <laughs> hey, you who made this music, have you ever heard this? This is crazy, oh right? That's funny. Um, although I don't have to worry about buying this one because I already have it on vinyl. It's cool. Yeah, they had a they had a package uh, deal, a pre-sale, and I bought the vinyl and I bought a shirt. And both. And Evan's wearing a shirt for some reason. That's not true. <laughs> He's wearing, wearing a, sub-pop, he's wearing a shirt. sub-pop shirt, like a dork. I bought this at the sub-pop store in the SeaTac Airport when dork. that just opened up. You know. So yes, small talks, very cool. I like the sound a lot. My favorite track, not that Evan has a favorite track, because he's very only listened to it slightly, is uh, the next track, Oceans. Yes, yes, yes. They're a cool band. They're cool people. They're a cool band. They're from the East Coast, I think. Um, I might be wrong about that. Like, I know their record label is out of Los Angeles, but I think they're from the East Coast. But uh, don't quote me on that, because I'm my hero. I just got back from the East Coast a couple of weeks ago. That was cool. Mm -hmm. Had a lot of fun. I went to New York. I went to the Met, which was fucking pretty cool. I went to Yankee Stadium and I saw the New York uh, the New York Bankies play the Seattle um, Marine Timers <laughs> and the Mariners fucking spanked the Yankees. No way. So you guys will know exactly know if you follow baseball, you'll know exactly what day I was there because it was the only day that the Mariners won and they won in a fucking landslide. It was like nine to one. Another M's were is that what they don't? They, are they are they doing good at all, or was that just the like Mariners? Fun? The Mariners are doing great this season. Oh, yeah. No Which way. Because typically they they're not that good, but they're doing pretty good this season. I gotta get my fair weather stuff going. <laughs> yeah, right. Just joking. I don't have any. When are we gonna go to a fucking M's game, dude? I don't think you've ever been. I'm too scared of getting hit in the face with a baseball. That's why you buy a glove, stupid. There's literally a one in five thousand chance that that'll happen. And, it does happen. And I don't want that to happen. I'm so scared. I really want to go to a baseball game with you and Drake and um, 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 Julie. I think that's her name. I feel really bad. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right, though. Oh, what, his girlfriend? Yeah, his girlfriend. Because uh, well, they've been dating for like as long as we've known Drake, and we've known Drake for like five years. But we've only ever hung out like twice. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. I don't feel that bad. I feel kind of bad. But I do still really want to go to a baseball game. I love baseball. Believe it or not. I don't ever talk about it, but I do love it. But yeah, my trip to New York. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. It was dope. I saw my kid brother graduate. I was super proud. I cried a little. No way. Um, yeah. He graduated with his master's and his bachelor's in the same day. Did I tell you that? He graduated hmm. magnum from loud. Really, really what an overachiever. Yeah, I know. Little asshole. Tried to show me up at his own graduation. He's just going to work at a grocery store for the rest of his life, so he doesn't need that. No, he's, he's working on getting a CPA. CPA. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. I know. Certified public asshole. <laughs> but uh, what the hell That's just a I shame. I always thought he was such a nice kid. I know. I just gotta be an asshole. I went and saw. <laughs> I went and saw fucking Hamilton on Broadway, dude. That was awesome. That That's was crazy. so cool. If you haven't seen Hamilton, okay. If you haven't seen Hamilton, Whoa. I would I would strongly recommend seeing Hamilton in your in your uh, nearest area in convenience. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. The uh, the cast is very largely POC. It was very cool to see uh, our founding fathers played as uh, as such. Frankly, the music was really tight and awesome. And in this case, I mean tight meaning it was literally tight. It was very well performed. It was awesome. I really recommend it. It was cool. It was a cool thing. It was yeah. not what I was expecting from a musical, frankly, but hmm. I was very pleasantly surprised. Saw Times Square, Central Park, you know, all those cool things. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I saw um, I saw a purveyor of crack giving a hand job in an alley. That's not true. <laughs> a fan of crack. <laughs> an enthusiast <laughs> of narcotics. <laughs> narcotic and enthusiast. potentially amphetamines. Um, 
No, New York is cool. I wouldn't want to live there. Well, let me rephrase that. I wouldn't want to live in New York City, and that's by no means of offense to anyone that lives in New York City. I just, I don't like cities. I don't, I don't like cities like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool. I had fun. I do, fr- I frankly would say, though, um, any any sort of bizarre uh, feelings of loyalty aside, I would much rather live in New York City than Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I do mean that very sincerely. Um, namely, because like I think a lot of the people that live in New York feel kind of like cold and indifferent. But a lot of the people that live in Seattle, frankly, are fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel bad about saying it. If that offends you, you're probably one of those people. And I'm not saying that to say like they're like anything other than exactly that. They're like strictly assholes. Like uh, if you bump into somebody in New York, like they'll probably they're probably not going to say anything. They'll just go on with their life. If you bump into somebody in Seattle, they'll like try and fucking ruin your day. Mm-hmm. I just, you know yeah. what? I, I've always thought a great mm-hmm. like example of. How I generally think of um, people who live in in Seattle, downtown Seattle specifically, is yeah, that's what I mean. How, yeah, how how I think of people, residents of Seattle, um, is remember um, many 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 years ago when uh, when when well, well okay many 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 years ago when the SPD um, okay. killed. Um, shot and killed that uh, Native American man who was holding his carving knife and they believed that he was, you know, going to kill him or something and the SPD uh, policeman uh, shot and killed him. I remember seeing uh, a a short video of, uh, I don't remember how the video was taken, maybe some kind of dash cam footage. I believe that's what it was. Of course, it wasn't actually showing the, the murder, but there was a gunshot but there was a, a young woman walking down the street as it happened and she heard the gunshot she flinched and then just immediately just went back to just walking like normal and to me like that's just like yeah. the attitude of like oh yeah. I don't give a fuck about anything oh my god okay wow that was annoying for a second yeah it was annoying stop. that somebody walking who, to yeah, the fucking, someone fucking died walking to school real quick me. so can someone just can you stop that bullshit i have to be able to get my fucking frappe before class i just I, it's yeah. like you could have like jumped and like you know picked up your phone and called 911, or you could have of well, course obviously fair, it was dude. the police yeah i was gonna say it. wait a minute but um but i mean uh, dude i mean i feel like if i was walking down the street and heard a gunshot i would react completely differently well, I've seen similar things in person where, like, someone would get mugged and the person getting mugged is like, oh, my God, someone help! And, like, the mugger will, like, run past people and people are just like, what the fuck? Like, they, they don't pay it any mind. It's like, dude, you you could have tried to stop that guy. Like, you just don't fucking care that another person genuinely needed your help. Yeah, you know, as I get older and older, I, I'm more fucking annoyed and upset by... Like extreme, like uh, passive aggressiveness, like yeah, absolutely, just like I don't give a shit what you're trying to say or do. Yeah, and nothing is important except what is important to me. Yep, one hundred percent. And I have to say, like, when when I hear people sing the praises of Seattle, frankly, I don't fucking get it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly like that's largely, I'll say, why I don't get it. And, like, everything that Seattle has going on for it, which almost makes me laugh saying that out loud, everything that Seattle has going on for it is so, like, facsimile and few and far between. Like, like, well, yeah, but Seattle has the Space Needle, and that's pretty cool. The Space Needle is fucking lame, dude, other than, like, to look at and take a picture of, like... Just, like, every... It's just... Yeah. It's lame. Seattle's lame, dude. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't feel bad about saying that either. Yeah, there's a, there's a funny enough, a, a Nirvana lyric that I just love that, like, I think, you know, Kurt Cobain wrote a lyric that was really, um, <laughs> really on point as to, as to how I feel about uh, Seattle. It's uh, Francis Farmer will have a revenge on Seattle. <laughs> Nice. I've always loved that song. I love that album in utero. That's such an yeah. amazing fucking album. But um, 
Oh, here's the lyrics. I got them. We definitely, we definitely have very, uh, very different opinions on what amazing is. <laughs> um, uh, in her false witness, we hope that you're still with us to see if they float or drown. Our favorite patient, a display of patience, disease-covered Puget Sound. She'll come back as fire to burn all the liars and leave a blanket of ash on the ground. It's like, that is just like how I feel about Seattle yeah. a lot of the times. That being said, though... But it's also like Enema by uh, Tool yes, by Los Angeles. Yes, I, I was getting that, too. Yeah. It's just like fucking... That being said, flush though... It down. Um... I like New York City. I definitely want to go back to New York City, so maybe I will. But I really enjoyed Albany, which is where I was staying, which I've been told is not pronounced Albany a hundred fucking times. And I said Albany, and I made New Yorkers everywhere cringe. Like, no, it's Albany. You have to say Albany. It's Albany. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, I went to Albany, and I spent most of my time in Albany. Uh, Montreal. No, I wanted to go to Montreal, but I wasn't able to. We didn't have the time. I went to I went to Pea Chop, Price Chopper, and I bought some Grokes. I went to uh, what are what are other New York things? I went to Dunkin' Donuts, which is more of an East Coast thing. And got myself some coffee. I got myself a Rainbow Bagel in NYC, and their bagels are certainly a hundred fucking times better than they've been than I've had them anywhere else. It's fucking amazing New York bagels. New York bagels are so good that I bought 15 of them to take home on the plane, and I still have like half of them in my freezer. No way. Fucking awesome. Yeah, so if anybody wants a giant rainbow bagel the size of your head, hit me up, Scooter. But, uh. Yes, Scooter. Yes, Scooter. But I also spent time in Utica, which I hope anyone listening to this knows anything about Utica. Well, technically, I spent time just outside of Utica in Rome. Uh, New York, not to be mistaken with Rome, Italy, but um, Utica, man, what a fucking weird place. (laughs) So apparently um, Utica is notorious for doing things that are odd and then saying, it's a Utica thing, and I love that. Keep Portland weird. I think I was talking, boy. Keep Austin weird. It's a Utica thing. It's a Utica thing. It's a eunuch thing. They have this thing in Utica, and I I wish I could describe it better. Frankly, it actually makes me angry that I can't describe it better because it's so fucking good, but it sounds so basic. But they have this thing in Utica called tomato pie, and I think anybody from Utica that would hear this would be upset with my description of it, and I'm, I'm kind of okay with that, but it's it's more or less cold pizza but it's just like cold cheese pizza but they have like parmesan instead of mozzarella on the top and they have a shitload of parmesan or maybe they have mozzarella too i don't know but the one that i had just had parmesan but it's like a really like like thick doughy pizza so it's almost between like bread and like pizza dough and just really delicious umptuous tomato sauce and parmesan and it's fucking awesome it's better than any pizza i've ever had and it's not quote unquote not pizza tomato pie chicken riggies are fucking great black and white cookies a lot of weird Utica things that's fucking awesome chicken people what did you say (laughs) I said chicken pizza chichen itza yeah chichen itza Evan and I went to uh, Mexico once and they were taking us to chichen itza the Mayan ruins I believe they were Mayan if I'm not mistaken but in the old Yucatan Peninsula. Yeah. And uh, our, our tour guide insisted on calling Chichen Itza chicken pizza over and over again. But make our way to Chichen Itza. Because he loved Chica making pizza. old white ladies laugh. Yeah. And they thought it was such a hoot. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, New York was dope. I definitely want to go back. If anybody has any areas in New York or the greater area, because I had to go through New Jersey even too. Um, New Jersey, New York, uh, any of those greater areas. It's like, oh, dude, you got to go check out blah, blah, blah. I do plan on taking a lot more time next time, so let me know. Or if anybody wants to hang out, let me know. Hang out. I'll go to a show if you got a show at the time I'm going. I'll go to two shows even, but I won't go to three. <laughs> 
<laughs> fuck, fuck a three show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, New York is cool. How would you know? Oh. You should go with me next time. Come with. You can, yeah. go to the, you can go to the Met. I want to go to the, the artsy site. You can go to the One World Trade Center. Yeah, I didn't get to go to there. Yeah. I also didn't get to go to uh, Ground Zero, which was really unfortunate for the now 9-11 memorial. I also yeah. didn't go to Battery Park to see the Statue of Liberty, which I am completely okay with. But uh, those two other things I would like to have done. I went to Rockefeller. That was cool. I went to apparently the only Nintendo store that exists in the world, which is kind of cool. Huh. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? I love me some Matteo. I got that little shy guy over there. That's cool. Little shy guy plus, because they're fucking adorable. I should have asked for some Matteo merch. should have. I would have. Probably. Love Mario. I did get a I did get a Nintendo Hydro Flask though. Did you ever see that? That's cool. I do know that you love Mario. Speaking of, did you see uh, Super Mario Maker 2 is coming out? Yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. You noticed that I'm excited? Yeah. That's why your hand's on my thigh. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Evan, are you about ready for the third pick? Do the mm-hmm. third pick. Do the third pick. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, thanks to Small Talks, Kaylee and uh, yeah. Sorry, Kaylee I didn't talk band. about the music a lot, but yeah, the, it's great. It's groovy. I like it. Asshole. Really I would definitely, you know, play this in my car. Anyways, yeah. Okay. I can tell you're all trying to transition out. I just won't and shut my yeah, mouth. Yeah, exactly. Just shut my goddamn mouth. You're still doing it. <laughs> I swear to God. I'll just stop talking. On with the next pick. You'll see. And on with our third pick, we have I Am The Morning, all one word, with their newest album, Ocean Sounds, wasting no time getting in with their track, Inside. Um, oh, man. Wait. Oh, okay. Anyways. Um... I am the morning. I feel I should explain a little. Uh, they are from Russia, which is cool. Um, however, they are actually a major release artist. And uh, while I make it a huge point to never include major release artists, um, it has been my experience between the people who I know personally who are very into progressive music and the greater prog snob community I have never talked to anyone or heard from anyone who has ever heard of this band and I know you know they were featured in prog magazine they've been uh, um, you know they've received all sorts of reviews and accolades and everything but frankly I think the band is too good to be as under the radar as they are, so I'm still featuring them, despite my well, usual I think, I think ruling saying like otherwise. Perfect, I think they're like a perfect pick, really. I mean, one and obviously they are female-fronted, female-fronted yeah, and and very like beautifully female-fronted. Oh yeah, I mean, it's oh just, yeah. The voice is really, really beautiful, and, like, and the music is like so, like disparately different than the other artists on the list, but. Also, again, as I said at the top of the show, well-rounded because yes. I think this band fits in really well with with the with our as part of our list because yes, they are in K Scope, which at least to us is a major label. I would um, absolutely say it's a major label. Yeah. Um, I when you when you like see like Stephen Wilson is on K Scope and like yeah. major major progressive artists like well, I think Stephen Wilson. For his last album signed to uh, Car- Caroline Records or something. What is it? So uh, a major label that isn't. Uh, I think it's Caroline. I think it's called Caroline Records, um, which is a division of uh, some other major record label. But anyhow, um, 
I've been uh, noticing a lot of progressive artists are going the way of Inside Out recently, yeah. which I think is really cool. Frank. Yeah, but, you know, this band is great because they do have that connection to um, Stephen Wilson, who is in K-Scope, which is um, an artist and label, respectively, that is um, incredibly, uh, like, fond to, uh, we're, like, very fond of his his art and um, his work. His art. Uh, Mr. Stephen Wilson. I know you, man. And, um, and uh, I think that's just a, it's a nice connection. You know, I never really, like, listened to this band very much. But I just I, realized Gavin, Gavin Harrison yeah, was on this. That's yeah, really cool. And Colin Edwin, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. How'd I miss that? Mm-hmm. And um, that guy, whose name I can never fucking pronounce, even though he's a part of Riverside, which is another very major um, um, progressive band. Anyways... Yeah, Gavin Harrison is the single best drummer in the world. Fight me. <laughs> or sponsor me. Or sponsor me. Gavin Harrison, fight me or sponsor me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not a fight I would want. I'd take the sponsorship, though. But Gavin Harrison, yeah, definitely the best drummer that there is. And I don't... Uh, I'm not going to back down from that. Uh, Gavin Harrison, talk talk about our show on your on your platform. Or we will personally fly to your house and fight you. Gavin, Jesus. <laughs> Gavin Harrison also featured in The Pineapple Thief, one of my favorite bands of all time. Porcupine Tree, easily one of my favorite bands of all time. And now King Crimson, mm-hmm. which is one of the best progressive rock bands of all time. Mm-hmm. And that's not me saying it's one of my favorites as much as that they are essentially, objectively, one of the best prog groups ever uh-huh. mm-hmm. so very prolific drummer very phenomenal drummer let's say we're uh, we're just uh i think this is a nice worldly list too because i mean look at that we got got a uh, band here from the russian federation yeah and um our first band was from the uk and the other one is is from uh, the united states from yeah, the east coast and um yeah it's like, man, we're just hitting all corners. You know this, you know, this is a, a Danny VNCR list because it wasn't... Well, where is this band from? Well, let's take a guess. Japan. Yeah. Well... <laughs> no, it's I, a joke, I'm still Evan. To Come on. Antarctica bands. That would there are be not cool. a lot of artists on Antarctica right now. Well... The scene is kind of... Penguiny. 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 It's a certain sound. I'm not it's crazy. A bunch of, it's a bunch of weird cause. Yeah, and I do love I Am The Money. I love all of these bands, frankly. And I love the like impressionist like art that they have as their aesthetic too. It's just really beautiful. Very Van Gogh-ish. And I like too that it's like this is truly progressive in the way that it's like it. This could be like metal. They could be using guitars, and they could be they could have like um, yeah, dude. you know uh, things that make it sound like rock and metal. But it's not. They it's have, just like they have some aspects. They have some aspects and some territories, and they have. Yeah, it's more like it feels more driven in that way. But yeah, as you'll see in their description, if you can see this, it says chamber prog. It know? is. Yeah, legit. Yeah, which is exactly. Which that. is totally novel. Really I mean, come on. Cool, think yeah. of another artist or band who does this. I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm like the, the the wisest person when it comes to. Um, uh, different types of music, but I mean, this I is am. definitely not. I'll say that right now. I'll say it to your stupid face. And I would, I would, <laughs> I would, I would say that Kate Bush I'm kidding, would I'm be kidding. would be one person who who sometimes does music like this. Um, and of course, she's another great example of a, an amazing female artist who not only is an amazing artist in her own right, but she's an amazing. She's amazingly managed her own career and not needed mm-hmm. men. In fact, she has she has famously defied men's like advice in how her career should go and was all the better for it. It's too bad we don't do a separate podcast where we just talk about like very famous musicians and our opinions on them because I would love to talk about Kate Bush. Although before losing my idea I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, that this is not a uh, 
a traditional album. I think it was um, a bunch of songs brought together in like one, excuse me, one playing session. And I think that's why uh, The Bell up there is their most recent album. And then there was um, Lighthouse beforehand, which was very great. I did love Lighthouse, and that's what got me into this band a while ago. That's not going to stop me from enjoying it or my coffee. What are their uh, buying options? Uh, they got a digital, but they have any I kind think of it's only digital for this one. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, I believe there are other ones. Wait a minute. I love their. Aesthetic. That's interesting. It says oh, on. It said the bell was to come out on in on in February of 2019. But that happened a while ago, and it's not listed here. I wonder if it just wasn't on Bandcamp, or if it just didn't happen. Now I have to know. I I don't typically do this, but I'm gonna uh, we're gonna do a little bit of googling. Doctor Google announcement. Oh, there it is. It's on uh, it's on Burning Shed, so it exists. Nineteen dollars for a vinyl. Uh, God damn! 19, oh no, it's a pre-order. 19, oh yeah, nineteen euros. Is that yeah, you're right. That's pounds. But it's a pre-order. When's it supposed Which to? Which still out? shouldn't be that much. It's probably only like thirty bucks. I do have CD. It looks too. Yeah, but still, like. Yeah, and it says it's a pre-order availability. Go back to the to so last weird. page. Right there. Um, I'll have to look into this further. Inspired by 19th century song cycles. A style established by Schubert. That's cool. That's yeah, really interesting. Stories I'm, of pain caused by human cruelty. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to look into that later, but for now, back to the task at hand. Oh my god! You know, this kind of honestly reminds me of and a person I can maybe just give a shout out to a little bit is um uh the the um shoot the guy standing outside the window. yes the guy sitting <laughs> <laughs> okay no the um the artist who I mean I'm sure you'll think of it as I describe it because I forget her artist name but the uh who Joy plays with or was playing with um, in uh, Bellingham. Hooves and Beak? Hooves and Beak. Yeah. So it's, say, like, it's either Hooves and Beak or the Living Arrow that you're referring to. Hooves and Beak, yeah, definitely. Hooves and Beak. I think she still plays with Hooves and Beak. Yeah. Uh, let's let's so. give a shout out to her real quick. I mean, that's great. It, it reminds I me kind of... I can't of remember of her name, but yeah, the band name. It's pretty cool. And yeah, I, I do think there's, there's some similarities. Um, I wouldn't call them like overwhelming similarities, but similarities... Um, Hooves and Beak is really cool. Go check them out. At well, and, and mainly just Twitter. also our our good friend Joy's. Fuck is, um, Joy. I'm just kidding. Fiddler. Joy Westerman uh, with Hooves and Beak and Blue Star out of Bellingham, Washington. Blue Star was a band that we worked with once upon a midnight jury. Uh, <laughs> now I have that song stuck in my head. Nice. Where she worked with uh, Anthony Bailey, also of Blue Star. I don't know if he's doing anything else musically, but yeah, she is also with Hooves and Beak, I believe, still. And Hooves and Beak is cool. And Blue Star. Check them both out. I know Blue Star has an album coming out in the in the future. I'm not sure how soon. Why you want to give me the run around? Jesus. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. She's cool people. Maybe she'll listen to this. I don't know. What's up, Joy? You uh, you doing good? Yeah. Oh yeah. Full, full circle. circle. Full circle. I like circles. I like circles. Circles are cool. Yeah. Hey, Joy. By the way, you still haven't told me when the uh, when the uh, concert is. So, you know, if you're listening to this, go ahead and text me when your uh, student's concert is, because she's a teacher. 
care. She's a teacher. She teaches. She teaches music um, to people who don't know it or only know it kind of. So if you're a if you're a parent in the Bellingham area and you think, well, I've needed a, a teacher for a while, well, there you go. Joy Westerman at um, fuck Bellingham Music. Is that the name of the place? Bellingham she's Music. Bellingham Music. There you go. Nice deep shout out. some tobacco into my crack pipe. Wrong <laughs> okay. pipe. I find it funny how there's a song called 5-4 and I wonder if it's just like in 5-4. I, I don't know. A lot of bands do that. Chalk and Cole though. I want to put that on after this one because I Chalk and Cole was the song that got me into this band. It was off of uh, Lighthouse. And then we might dang diddly wrap on up. Unless, unless Evan has something else he wants to talk about. Trying to earn you a contract. Mm-hmm. Nice. But yeah, I have not heard this version of Chalk and Coal, so that'll be cool. Much darker. So Dude. Evan's trying to get me to watch funny internet videos while we're recording. It's that one of Winnie the Pooh, but he's like super buff. Some pills that will make me sick. No, not again, not again, not again. Have you been, uh, have you been holding up with, uh, Working on your addiction, by the way, Evan. Since we were talking about drugs. Addiction? Evan's been addicted recently to taking uh, raspberries and putting them up his nose and walking around and going, Ma! Ma! I've got a nosebleed, Ma! I'm into a different kind of raspberry. I'm talking... (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) I'm not a gross boy. Stuff. I don't do that stuff. <sighs> well, coffee's gone. No more to choke on. Gotta find other stuff to choke on now. Thanks, brown sugar bourbon, for making my coffee taste slightly better. And also making me loose. I would have put Woodenville whiskey in there, but frankly, I drink that shit straight. It's too good to put in coffee. You heard it here again. Woodenville whiskey. God. God, I love this shit, man. It's delicious. I drink that shit like every night, pretty yeah, much. Same. I do. I, I um, put a little bit in the glass. If I'm feeling in a particular mood, I'll put like just one ice cube. As much as I want to hear that, listen to this music. No, seriously. that shit fat? That is fat with a P-H dog with a D or W-G. A-W-G. Anyways, Woodenville whiskey is tight. Well, goodbye. Evan, anything you want to say as we close out? No. Really? Uh... 
I think uh, I think I've said my piece. You have big hair hanging off your microphone. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Um, yeah, well, we've had a lot of fun today. We've talked about some important things. <laughs> <laughs> I just kissed our microphone all European style. <laughs> I'd like to, uh, real quick, just say... <laughs> we made just, like, really weird ASMR for somebody. <laughs> Ooh, I was not expecting that. Okay, so anyways, um... Yeah, what are what are the usual tropes we go with? Don't so don't smoke meth. Practice safe sex. Yeah. All of those things. Um, I feel like we should start saying that at the top of the show because I like I think that message Weed? is so important that people aren't getting it until the very end of the show. Typically. While they're when they're already asleep. Yeah, when they're already asleep, and so they're thinking about meth and they're thinking about. I wonder how many people have actually smoked meth while listening to this. <laughs> then we get to the end and we say, don't smoke meth. Like, oh, well, shit. Yeah, My don't bad. smoke meth and watch the show unless you're going to, like... Unless you really want to. Unless you really, like, feel, like, so much more passionately about the show that you want to um, yeah. disseminate it. And that you want to... Um, I was about to say buy our merch, but we don't have merch. Not yet. Not yet, but we'll, we'll soon because... No, we won't. Great. Yeah, we will. What? Hey, well, I'll okay. make a couple shirts. All right. I'll make like run. a. I'll just buy like a a mug and like sign it and put a little artwork on it. It'd be cool. Okay. The Etsy kind of stuff. Yeah. Open a little Etsy store. Okay. Well, don't drink and drive. Don't do anything you couldn't do on a bicycle. Have a good night or a good day or you know whatever. And don't. Holy shit. <laughs> the turkey. <laughs> the turkey. Him's a good boy. Good night, everybody. Good night.